0: Hello fellow riders, this is your host, Rusty James. It is Monday, November 9th, 2015, and this is The Ride. Well, good morning everybody. What an exciting new week this is. I'm looking forward to it, hope you are too. You'll notice that there's a little bit more road noise today. Hello, it's chilly out, and I have my heat kicking. I hope you can hear me just fine. I'm sure you can. As the people drive by me, looking at me like, what is he doing? So this weekend I spent a little bit of time, uh, if I haven't mentioned this before, we normally go to church on Saturdays. Our church has four different services over the weekend, and so we've opted to do the Saturday ones typically and that gives us Sunday pretty much free for us to almost treat like a sabbath although I did a lot of I did a lot of chores around the house so technically that wouldn't be sabbath behavior but anyway uh, I did so um, but because the weather's turning to the brisk side I needed to do some weather eyes uh, some winterizing stuff I was kind of not that it was hard to do but just you know a couple more things it wasn't as fun but I was able to get them done and it was very satisfying to to know that they got done and one of them was blowing out the sprinkler lines I had to have the right tool to blow air into the lines to get the water out because if you don't they'll freeze and cause damage I came out to the car this morning and it was frozen over. Now, for many, many moons, we've parked our vehicles outside because where we were living was a temporary deal and we didn't have a garage. So we've kind of gotten used to that. Well, now that things are getting cold, I've got to get my act together and get that get our garage free from boxes and all that nonsense. So, we'll take care of that, and then I won't have to be scraping my car. I won't have to be scraping all the Frozen off my car. Speaking of Frozen, I can't get that song out of my head. I'm sorry. You know the one. It's such an awesome song. I'd love to write a song that was so catchy like that. That every meme in the world was somehow connected to. Let it go. Let it go. Okay, that's enough. I think that's all I had to do. And now your day is ruined. Ah! ah! Let's see. How many of you cannot get that song out of your head now? So I had to scrape off the car, which was frozen. And then, of course, it reminded me that we need to make sure that we're not hardening our heart to to the... to the will of the Lord really if you've listened to this for a while you've heard me talk that you know the Lord puts desires in our hearts i truly believe that that he put he'll put a desire in your heart he'll he has created us with a certain bent a certain desire within us a certain personality type that is uniquely purposed really to do what he's called us to do so in a sense i've always felt And this is my opinion, but I really believe that this is true when, you know, the word says he'll give you the desires of your heart. I believe that he has put desire into us. But you know, there's a couple of different desires we have. One is motivated by the spirit. That's the one I'm talking about just now. And then there's the other one that's just motivated by our natural part of us. So, I don't want you to ever feel like I'm giving us permission, like I could give you permission. I'm just giving you my opinion, but I don't want us to think that, well, you know, this is what I want, this must be my desire, therefore God put it in me, and therefore that's what I'm going to do, and, you know, that's all there is to that. But God says He knows the plans He has for you, and don't you know that he knew that before you knew him he knew the plans he has for you before you even knew him so you've got plans before you knew god that were likely not lining up with his plans so i want us to just kind of think about that a minute because yeah we can always bring up the story about well i don't want to follow god because i don't want to go be a missionary blah 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 and i don't i really don't believe it works that way I don't believe God punishes you and makes you do something that you aren't equipped to do. If anything, he causes there to be waiting periods for us to be ready for the next thing that he's got planned. But I believe that the the thing he has planned is way better. It's, It's better than the wildest dream, the craziest dream. It's better than what we could have come up with. But let's not forget these plans are according to the will of God. So sometimes, in fact, I would say all the time, if you were to really follow the word or the, the plan of the Lord, the, the will of God, up oh, time to get gas, the plan of the Lord, if you were to follow it, I believe there will be things that will not align with what your natural desires are. I think that's almost by definition it won't. So let us not be complacent here. I think the Lord is calling us to levels in Him that, one, are beyond what you ever thought was possible in your life, two, require a complete dependence on Him, and three, is not natural for you and I use that word on purpose it's not natural for you but that's okay because what it is for you it's super natural for you I want to live supernatural. how about you but doing so and in following the will of the Lord for your life requires that dependence on the Lord that our natural man does not want to do and it will show us things about ourselves that we maybe would have rather not had to deal with. But in the process, we're going to deal with the thing, or at least confront the thing that maybe we should have, you know, that we need to confront. A lot of times it's just pride and selfishness. But then we get past that, at least that level, that problem, that hurdle. And then we get further with the Lord. And when you get further with the Lord, you start depending on him even more and trusting in him even more because he got you through the first hurdle. But to think that the plans he has for you are going to fully align with what your plans had been for you, let's not forget, God knew your plans you had for you too, because God knows it all. He knows the difference between the two. And he is a good father who is maturing us and, and, you know, bringing us to the new levels of dependence on him. He's a good father. He doesn't, he's not going to break his kids, but we are his children. And he wants us to, I guess, break might be an okay word if you're talking about like breaking a horse, but not breaking as in to the point of being able to not repair it. But you know what? You know, to follow him, sometimes some of the things that we have in our life have to be broken. He doesn't break us. He breaks the thing. It's like the thing is a cage around us, the true us, the spirit us. And that cage kind of keeps us trapped in our life and keeps us thinking that this is all there is to it, or this is all I'm able to do, or this is all people think I am. And so I'm gonna think that that's who I am. But God God sees that cage and says, well, I wanna break that cage. I don't wanna break you. I've got plans for you. I've got a relationship I wanna build with you. But sometimes that cage is just needing to be broken. So I just had a feeling over the weekend that there are things that God will call us to do that is gonna be outside our comfort zone. It isn't just gonna meet the desire of our heart because we're in a process and our heart has natural desires and sure some spiritual ones too but God has he's got vision beyond those things and I believe that as we step into those things that maybe cause us a little bit of intrepidation whatever it is that dependence on the Lord that's more than what we used to do I believe if we step into that he'll meet us there and we'll start seeing that actually those new desires that were well outside of our comfort zone are God's desires, and they really become our desires too. So that's what I want to say right now. i got to get some gas. Hold that thought. Well, I'm back. I got a few things to say. No matter who you are or where you play, there's no difference in language or color. Jordan hearts, my sister, my brother. Listen, now I don't want to sound dumb, but no one knows you better where you're coming from than Jesus. That's Jesus. That's a flash from the past. I should probably post that song up on my SoundCloud so you can check it. Desires of the heart will change the more we get in tune with the lord not that it will well i mean how, how do i put this because well i believe it will be different than our natural desires our our original desires even if we think we're doing what we think god wants us to do i think it'll morph over time but i do believe that as our desires change it'll be i mean by definition it's our desires so you know once upon a time i had a desire to have a teddy bear i don't have that desire anymore the desire i have now is for something different it doesn't invalidate that i had a desire for a teddy bear when i was you know five but now i have a different desire and i think in a year i'll have a different desire so I want you to I don't know, think about your future. A minute here. You have certain desires right now that you would like to have fulfilled and you believe right now if you're a Christian and, you know, want to do what the Lord is bidding us, you probably believe the desire in your heart is in alignment with that to the best of your ability. And that would be great. And I believe that the desire will change over time. That's what I'm thinking. And we shouldn't fear that, because as we grow, and as we mature, and as we come closer to the pure heart of the Lord, the desire within us is going to change. So it's not going to be a problem for us, because at that point in the future, we will be still seeking the desire of our heart. It just might not be the same one that we have now. Okay, so I've, 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 I think I've nailed that one. So just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for things to be different than what you thought. And don't fear it. We shouldn't be people of fear. Don't fear. Embrace it. Jesus Christ is Lord of my life. Satan, don't give me no strife. You're off. Your history, the things you used to do, you can't do to me. I'm covered, covered by the blood. My eyes wide open to that crud you've been pushing for years. Stand back, Satan. You're going to feel tears. I'm wheeling, dealing, maybe even stealing the souls that you got. Hooked on a feeling. Introduction to Christ. Is it privilege? No, it's a right. Yeah, that's right. Back in the 80s, I was Rap Star. That was my handle, Rap Star. No, just kidding. Man, I was rapping before the Fresh Prince ever thought about it. (laughs) Actually, not really. He's probably about as old as I am. I don't have the skills with a Z. I have a skills LS. I don't, I, I maybe don't even have that. <laughs> but it's okay. It's not like I want to be a rap star. Or a rock star. Or a star. Have you ever noticed? I, I wonder, I wonder how many people have become famous. And they're doing the Hollywood scene, or the, the Nashville, or the music scene, whatever, whatever. I wonder if you were to take an honest poll of all those people and ask them, would they rather live an anonymous life rather than the life that they lead now? You know, the Will Smiths, the, even Toby Mac. And uh of course Toby he'd probably say yeah I'm liking this life. Cuz he's a Christian artist so not you know not everybody knows him like Taylor Swift. But you know I I'm, I'm just really curious. You know ask him the give him give him a poll and say would you like to get back to a normal life like and you know, they know what normal is, you know, we always think that these people don't know what normal is, but first of all, they came out of normal, a lot of them did, so they know, they've got, you know, a cousin that works retail at Best Buy, <laughs> and and they've got a an uncle who, you know, drives truck, and and an aunt who is a volunteer at a food pantry or at a church, and... They probably have a cousin that might be a lawyer or, you know, they know real people, but they happen to be in this bubble. I don't know how I got on this subject, but I'm just thinking about it. So we're talking about it. I'm just curious how many of those people would give up, would give up their riches and their fame just to be anonymous and to have a kind of a normal life. I'm really that would be a really interesting thing because there's a lot of people who seek after that it's their desire to have that kind of a life I remember watching something on MTV way back when I was a teen maybe I was a early 20s and MTV was kind of the thing Not necessarily for music videos, but more for setting the temperature of the culture. Uh, Whether that be good or bad, but it did. And I remember there was a show on, I'm pretty sure it was MTV, and there was a show where this person, this teenage girl, wanted desperately to be like... Well, she Paris Hilton wasn't a thing then, I don't think, yet, but she wanted to be like that kind of person, you know, high glamour on the inner circle of fashion and style and popularity and celebrity. And she wanted that, and she didn't have any connections really into the, into the life. But she wanted it, she was basically, that was her idol. She worshipped that. She wanted that so bad she'd buy all these elaborate clothes, didn't have the money really to do that. She thought that that would that would hap- you know that would cause it to happen. This isn't meant to degrade her or anything, but it's like putting lipstick on a, on a pig and calling it beautiful. I'm not equating her with a pig, but you're you're putting you're putting fashion on top of something, but there's no substance there. There's nothing there, and really, celebrity, there is no there is no substance there really anyway. It just was luck. It was the luck of the draw. Sure, there's some talent there, but a lot of times it's just you know right place at the right time. And I look at some people who are celebs, and and I'm thinking, man, they. They certainly didn't work for it. They certainly don't seem to deserve it, in my opinion. But there they are. They're they're living it up, and they have all this money and all this fame and all this non-anonymity, and you have to ask, are they happy with that now? Even though people like this other girl, she sought after it so much. And I know that she didn't make it. I know what she looks like. I know her name, and I know she isn't one of the inner circle and it makes me sad to think about how she thinks her life was a failure. God sees our life much different. You can be a celeb, you can be up in the uh, popular circles and still be serving God and you can be an anonymous believer as well and still seeking God and, and bringing joy to his heart. And he can flood you with the peace of God. So no, no matter where you are and no matter what desires you're seeking after today, know that his desires are pure. And as you get closer and closer with him, your desires will start to m- meld with his. And that will be a good thing. I want to encourage you that if you see your desires changing over time, that's okay. That's okay. Line them up with the word of God. And you know how? By getting into that word and understanding what God is saying and And hearing his heart through the word and through our time in prayer with him. Live in peace with your neighbors and pray for those who persecute you. And the desires of your heart will begin to deepen to a new level. And you will find a satisfaction like you've never found before as you get closer and closer with your walk with him, okay? And I will see you on the flip.